food. Mm. Well, howdy do and hullabaloo. I already cracked my soda. You guys can get fucked. Uh, I'm just gonna... I mean, hello, welcome back to the show. I'm just gonna do this. There you go. I'll break I'm... the tab off for you. Ah, see, there we go. Now we can start the episode. Slow. It, it's okay. We, we heard it. You don't need it to continue. You, you've gone too far. Uh, that <laughs> worked. And now you run the risk of cutting your lip on the damn thing. <laughs> well, welcome back to Bound by the Scene. Yeah. It has been all of 30 minutes <laughs> since we last recorded. Um, by the way, thank you guys for listening, watching, even though you're on the only thing you're really watching is a 4K rendition of someone else's work mm -hmm. uh, because I can't capture drone footage because I trust not myself at all to operate one of those things and fly it around <laughs> with my 4K camera. <clears throat> That's not going to happen. Mm. Um, so today's topic is going to be a little bit interesting. Again, your hosts, though, are Spirit Binder and Denical Bound. I didn't introduce this in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, but I think by now... You already know who it is. Uh, yeah. I think by now people know who, who we are, mm. I would hope. If not, well, welcome. This is, this is surprising if this was your first episode. Welcome. Welcome in. Hello, hello. So today's topic of discussion is going to be a dual topic, uh, specifically because like, are we getting the pistols? Uh, it's dual wielding topics at this point. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna run with both arms drawn at full quarter. Right, right. Uh, so we have the main topic, or not even the main topic. The pr the pretty big elephant in the room as far as what's going on with society and events now happening more and more uh -huh. um, is getting back into kink right after being locked down and quarantined how do you back into kink um usually it's a glory hole right um you just put yourself in the back end of it and then i'm not gonna finish that <laughs> um and the other portion of that somebody will <laughs> someone definitely will um the other portion of that topic is dealing with frenzy mm. um and what that is is basically scening one after the other after the other until because you're chasing a serotonin high and then you drop afterwards. Mm -hmm. That is typically what frenzy is and um, how to mitigate that as we get back into scening as well. So mm -hmm. these two topics are going to be go these two topics are going to go hand in hand because well they are relevant to this current climate that we are in. Mm -hmm. Um, as it stands right now, I am personally vaccinated and boosted. Um, I am only vaccinated. I am not boosted. Well, uh, the boosters are now out and about, so you can definitely go get one. Mm. Uh, I will warn you, if you do mix and match, apparently like the recovery is just the same as when you got it the first time. So it's going to kind of lay you out yeah, a little right. bit. <laughs> um, so with that being said, um, as of today... I have personally been to two events. Okay. Um, since um, getting boosted, um, mm. before that I did not go out to events. I just went to work, went back home, and continued to do that back and forth. Right. Uh, because well, I can't trust people as far as I can throw them, and I can throw people very far. Right. Um. So going to these two events, all of which were vaccine only. Um, invite only. If you did not show your vaccine card, you were rejected at the door. Right. Um, mind you, these were also private events. Um, so at their discretion, they could have told anybody to get the fuck out. Right. 
So with that being said, I've seen Beach Bind happen earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, people traveled to Jamaica to go do rope and all that. And all of them were vaccinated as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of the bigger risks that we still are running into is possible um, uh, contact mm. tracing issues because uh, people still are getting COVID uh, and it's getting to a point where it's either at, a matter, any matter of time you may have come across someone that had it or you run the gamut of being infected with it. Right. So, and we're starting to hit the time period where vaccines will start to lose their effectiveness. Yeah, their efficacy for um, before all the boosters were mandated for well, not mandated before the boosters were allowed to just be taken by everyone, you had to have had your vaccine for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, your last dose had to have been six months from that period of time. So at that point, I qualified, so I just got the va- uh, got my booster and then mm-hmm. left. Um, and now I'm debating about getting the Moderna booster and calling that uh, done with and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now that we have another variant that has a lot of problems with it. Yeah. Um, as events start rolling back into the norm, do expect that level of anxiety that everyone's been feeling about the possibility of coming in contact with someone that doesn't, that has COVID and doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and do be mindful that if you aren't vaxxed at this point, you run a really big risk of infecting everybody and anybody that comes into play with you. Mm-hmm. Um, take that for what it is um i'm not i'm not your mommy i'm not your daddy i'm not gonna tell you what to do at this point if you don't want to that is entirely your thing just understand that you will be limited to events that you can go to Mm -hmm. and that's not because i'm saying that it's because that's just how things are going nowadays yeah um with with getting back into kink after being rusty or not really playing in the public sphere of things um take a small amount of time to yourself to assess whether you have the spoons for it um Mm -hmm. because after these events that i went to um i my internal battery just drained yeah i highly recommend like getting back into munches before going back to events yeah and see i didn't do that because my time doesn't allow me to go to munches Mm -hmm. because i work either 3 to 11 p.m or i work in the morning and then it's gym and then home because i i'm too burnt out from being in charge of people yeah i haven't really been able to even think about doing events because it's all been focused on like all of my time has been spent on skill acquisition uh going into the arts and learning more about all this other kind of stuff like getting into grad school is very difficult right now i believe so it that's not really happening so um i have had play sessions with people that like i known really well i've tied up a couple of people which has been fun but it is different working with a big group of people you don't know versus somebody who you didn't even know whether or not you would be tying people over watching tv when they decided to come hang out yeah um being in the public sphere of things again has definitely not changed my perception of how to deal with people mm-hmm. as of now because of quarantine uh, a lot of the a lot of the play spaces where Fluids can be interchanged and everything I've tend to stay away from because yeah. it's just there. There's still a lot of uncertainty as far as me is concerned, because I don't trust people. How much rope have you had to dump? Um, None, because I haven't really tied. Oh, and that'll do it. Yeah, uh, I've stuck to mainly impact and uh, rough body play as of, as of this uh, recording. Mm-hmm. That may change in the future. I'm not entirely sure, but my rope is pretty much on the back burner at the moment. Mm hmm. Um, 
I did have a it was like a strange choice for a flammable thing, but I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, then I need to probably check on my car because it's been in my trunk for a while. Uh oh. <laughs> now my car's on fire. Yay! <laughs> well, I can't go anywhere now. <coughs> but with with events, uh, do understand that people will not take your um, your personal risk profile into consideration mm-hmm. uh, because people want to go out. They want to do, go back to a norm. Right. Um, if that is your drive, if that's what you like. I think they're going for something more than that. I think they're trying to avoid the current norm. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, and there is a, there, there is, there's nothing wrong with that because the norm as of right now is very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have gotten that, but also a lot of people have dis- have uh, developed agoraphobia mm-hmm. with the way of like having to deal <clears throat> with people and not knowing if the person next to you at the grocery line is going to give you COVID because they decided to wear a mask and you don't know if they're vaccinated or not. Uh-huh. With, with all that being said, the new norm is definitely a lot more personal risk profile in, mm-hmm. enforced. Um, the whole SS safe saying the consensual rack and prick mm-hmm. are kind of on the wayside at the moment because now it's how, what is your risk profile for these events? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go and wear the mask the entire time? Are you going to show your vaccination card? Are you not going to do any of those? Mm-hmm. Um, and places can't really, some places not, not, they won't, can't, they just don't want to enforce the um, looking at your dead name Mm-hmm. Um, as as your or your scene name because there's a slight possibility someone will know your real name in the scene. Mm-hmm. So you run those you run those interesting risks with public events, um, places where you're paying like twenty thirty bucks to go in to go have a night of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you you run some really interesting risks when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being mindful of the spaces you're going into check to see if they've had any outbreaks or if someone has had a scare. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that is something you want to risk by all means have your fun do your thing I know I have so I'm not going to sit here and pretend yeah. like I could be a hypocrite about it this is just a general like safety thing but like make sure you know what the money situation going into a thing is like if a place has been struggling for a while and they're charging like door prices they might be less inclined to enforce their rules because, you know, got to keep the lights on. Yeah. Um, do that. Also, uh, check on all of your memberships for the places you used to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see if they're still active and if they are not or they expired because, well, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, remember that that's also going to be tacked onto any price points that are going to be going forward because establishing some of these places are have established memberships. Mm-hmm. Um, that you need to pay and then need to pay the entrance fee to get in. Uh-huh. Those are important things to kind of remember, mm-hmm. um, especially as we've all attempted to either save money or keep the lights on at your house or attempt to keep food in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, also, toy vendors are going to be hurting a little bit because orders have not been going out as much. Right. Some people have made it. Some people haven't. Do understand that as well. Uh, so you may see more vendors pop up trying to sell their wares uh, just understand Khajiit has wares if you have coin. Right, correct. Um, with a lot of that said, do we we do need to discuss um, playing in this aspect because mm-hmm. playing is going to get either a lot more intense or a lot more restrict uh, or a lot more restrained. Mm-hmm. Not that kind of restrained, not the fun kind. Uh, 
you may see very two two different extremes mm-hmm. um and the that depends on the organization and it depends on the location and where we're and where you're going uh-huh. um <clears throat> at least as far as what i've seen like the two events that i've went to um a lot of the play uh turned into more bacchanalia-esque type things as opposed to scenes mm-hmm. uh so you had a lot of people that had missed connection that got involved and uh, had weird sexy times and all that stuff so mm-hmm. be mindful of that did uh, it feel like unsafe in um, your opinion surprisingly no mm-hmm. um which was a little weird for me because right. that's a, that's not even on the forefront of my mind but it seemed safe um the mix of alcohol was a bit interesting but that mm. usually comes with private parties alcohol is allowed that is a thing that tends to worry me but i think that just comes from being like a recovered alcoholic but I get very nervous, nervous around uh, alcohol. And that's fair. When it, Not just when somebody's drinking, but when like a whole bunch of people are drinking. Yeah. Like I'd, I've been to enough music festivals and watched somebody do his 14th picture and start uh, convulsing on the ground. So <laughs> That's a lot of alcohol. It is, yeah. 14 pictures, what the fuck? Mm. I don't even drink that much. And I consider myself a relatively heavy drinker. Oh, you probably haven't drank in Europe very much. <laughs> You're right. I've drinking. I have never drinking in Europe. Drunk in Japan before. That was an experience. Mm-hmm. It's very. Uh, you can open container law stuff. There's a lot of places that I want to hang out in in Japan, but uh, yeah, very different culture. Extremely. Um, I do. I do. As someone that does drink and play occasionally, um, but only with people that I have a complete understanding of and they have the same understanding mm. which is a rarity so that's an that's a, usually a non-thing uh-huh. um but do understand that there's going to be a lot of consumption of alcohol there's gonna be a lot of play there's gonna be mm. a lot of this again that's personal risk profile at this point mm. um and make sure you understand yours yeah um if you are com- how do you test simple what do you do for the grocery store do you wear a mask at the grocery store at mm. all times do you go to the gym and wear a mask because mm-hmm. i wear a mask in larger public places but i have a semi-small gym that i go to that i don't wear a mask at because right. everyone's vaccinated um those are risk profiles that you have sh- you're probably accustomed to on your day-to-day basis yeah because um, like for me it's a amount of time thing so for instance if i'm only running through like H-E-B, for a couple of things. I probably won't wear a mask because I'm only going to be in there like 10 minutes and everybody's very spread out. But when I go to the Boba place where I'm going to be, um, my mask is on until I'm to the table. <clears throat> yeah. And that those are those are good ones to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm surprised I didn't even have that in my own. But mostly it's how large is the space I'm going to be in mm-hmm. um, and how... And how well do I know everybody else in the area? Because it's like um, I have a little bit of cursed knowledge because like the six foot thing that the CDC put out, that was their, this is the best we can expect them to do number, not the actual safe number. Yeah, because you can't. The safe, the the range on um, exhalations is 15 feet, not six. Yeah. But they're like. We can't even get people to do six feet. So we'll they're not going to tell you the actual number. We'll just compromise and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and when you sneeze, it's like 20 feet or 50 mm-hmm. feet. Yeah, it, 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 the expulsion rate for that is a lot higher. 
Um, and the type of, and also that's the type of event that I'm going to. If it's going to be a class where people can be spread out, yeah, I won't wear a mask. That's mm-hmm. fine. If it's a public place, if it's a public like dungeon, mm-hmm. I will probably opt in to wear a mask the entire time yeah. and only take my mask off if I'm going outside to huff nicotine. Um, and it's also like the location because like I like wearing masks around um, places where I intend on socializing but don't know people very well. Yeah. Like I like that security of hiding the parts of my face I don't necessarily like. Yeah. Um, that's also a good... But I don't give a shit who perceives me at the HEB. That's fair. You're not real. (laughs) (laughs) You're a figment of his imagination, is what he's trying to say. (laughs) Which, you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um. I haven't been okay for about five months. (laughs) Mood. (laughs) I'll, 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 I'll agree on that. We we had a, there was an alright day. And then we went back to whatever the fuck this is. I now present... This fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since you left your bed. <laughs> uh, I think the sev- I don't even think the severity of well, not even the severity the the extreme portions of what you're going to be seeing are going to be too off putting because, um, that is kind of what you would expect for people that have been locked away for two years. Mm-hmm. Mind you, there are also going to be people that have been going out during these two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, do be mindful that there won't be there. There will be some people that don't have that same shock and awe that you do. Yeah. Um, which may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing. That, but that's again your own personal preference at that point. Well, because like the thing is, like you're adjusted to living with COVID now. Most of us are, or you're very not alive, right? Or still in the hospital. Or still in the hospital. But the thing you need to be paying attention to is how it has changed the behaviors of all the people around you. And I, I think you were referring to that as frenzy. Uh, yes, um, but frenzy is not a frenzy is not a new topic. Um, you usually see frenzy with people that had just started in the scene, that have just now had their eyes open to the uh, to these things that they enjoy, mm-hmm. and they want to try all of it. I it know, reminds me a lot of like post relationship habits people tend to have. Too. NRE type stuff. Say what? NRE new relationship experience. Um, kind of kind of before that. Okay, like between. Like, um, like just after a divorce or just after a long-term relationship. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the hoe phase as mm-hmm. the kids yeah. call it. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not that old. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's a similar classification to like a, a quote unquote hoe phase. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not, we're not slut shaming here. Just that is, a, that is a colloquial term, mm-hmm. um, internet term, if you will. Feed your hoes, everyone. Everyone feed your hoes. But that is that is the similar um, comparison that I can see is mm-hmm. a divorcee that just left a relationship for a long time and now wants to sleep with the people that they couldn't have slept with when they were in the relationship mm-hmm. or just want to have all these experiences. That is a very accurate comparison to the frenzy part mm-hmm. because take somebody that's been... Uh, that hasn't had the vocabulary to understand what they like as far as kink is concerned uh-huh. and then get shown it. Mm-hmm. And they get said that they they can have it when they want it. Mm-hmm. They some people go into a frenzy, mm-hmm. which is they will play with everyone and anyone. And then when it's when they think they've had enough, they don't because they're still chasing a serotonin high. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets to a it gets to a point where 
that's no longer doing it and they're now just harming themselves because they haven't given their their body or their brain any time to rest from the serotonin dump mm-hmm. and then they drop uh, right. not literally figuratively and what i mean by drop is that serotonin dump stops mm-hmm. and you can lead to depressive episodes it can lead to insecurity issues some eating habit disorder problems and a lot of second guessing your own thought process on the subject. Right, yeah. Um, it can be very damaging and damning in some cases. Well, an excess of dopamine and serotonin is one of the things that gets regulated by schizophrenia medication. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That does make sense, though. Yeah, too little serotonin is depression, too much serotonin is either seizures or closer to schizophrenia. Huh. Learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. But I guess it would be considered... Uh, I think the, the other way to look at it is like a type of mania. Mm. Um, that is... Uh, so one of the things you use to regulate people who are having manic episodes coincide with a lot of the medicines you would give to somebody with schizophrenic episodes. It's the same things you shut off in the brain. Okay. <clears throat> that makes sense. Um. Also, the the lack of adrenaline from not having scenes any like from from having all these scenes mm-hmm. um, does play a part to this as well. Yeah. Um, do be mindful when you ever when you go back into these spaces that you haven't had access to for a while, friends you haven't seen in X amount of times, or partners you haven't seen in X amount of times because you've you've put everything on the back burner to try to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, these usually wouldn't be an issue if people had kept in regular contact. Uh, but as we've seen with post-pandemic, well, not even post-pandemic because we're still fucking in it. Yep. Um, with pre-pandemic. We're entering the third phase. Uh, we're entering the third quarter of this, um, the third act, if you will. That's more of my speed. Third mm-hmm. act of this entire play. Um, you see a lot of, you see a lot of, you, if you if you kept up with people, you usually won't go through this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that flood of rem- the, the flood of memories that you had with these people prior to COVID, the events that you used to go to, the fun you used to have, that is all going to come to a uh, come to a mm-hmm. point. And some people have self control, others don't, and that that is that's just the nature of people. That's perfectly fine. Just mm-hmm. finding a way a balance of that may be in your best interest if mm-hmm. that is the case. Um, I know usually. I made a rule with one of my partners for myself because I do like playing a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd only have maybe one or two scenes in a night if we go out. Right. And that is to limit myself from overtaxing my brain, overtaxing my ability to think mm-hmm. and just putting any strain on other people. Because if I'm not working at my best, I'm going to hurt someone. Right. Harm, excuse me. Not <clears throat> hurting the point. Harming is not. Right. Um, what would you suggest as someone? Because you're you come in, you're coming from this as a completely psychological perspective. I'm coming in this mm-hmm. from just playing, and all that fun stuff. What would you suggest for people? I think the people that you keep around you the most often know what both the most normal and the most healthy version of you look like. And this is the the royal you, all y'all. Um, so keep those people around and encourage them to speak up if they're seeing some weird shit. Because um, they'll know if you're going a little bit crazy because there's a thing about people is if the slightest bit of normal behavior changes, somebody's got fucking something to say about it. <laughs> yeah. This is true. This is true. Uh, that's a... um, so, like, pay attention to what people have to say. Um, 
and if they're the kind of people that you can trust that will probably tell you when something's weird um and keep in mind that some of these weird things may seem like compliments at first when they make comments on them so kind of like a wow somebody's getting a lot of play that means oh I've been doing enough playing for it to be worth noting. I should think about that for a second. Yeah, that that's a good way of that's a good ex, that's a good example. Um, now I don't know how much this changes depending on your type of community because, like, I'm in LGBTQ plus communities. Um, I hang out with a lot of different cultures, and gossiping is very different in. Mexican and Puerto Rican culture than it is in like standard suburban white people culture. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> it's got its bonuses and its negatives, but like I think what you need to pay attention to will change depending on the cultures of those. Yeah. Um, there is a there's another like factor that we do need to play into this because a lot of kink cultures or a lot of kinky people tend to be almost exclusively white. Mm-hmm. Um, you you are well. They they are LGBTQ plus. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of it is very Eurocentric. Yeah. Um, as someone that is a person of color in this in this scene, it's very it's very different to see how my Latin and Puerto Rican and Dominican Afro Latino like talk about su- talk about these subjects mm-hmm. versus how white people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is it keep in mind what uh what your normal friend group will say and will not say mm-hmm. and do take a moment to breathe every now and again um yeah. with a mask probably in in certain places mm-hmm. um <clears throat> don't breathe on people yeah please don't breathe on people um also uh i have seen a lot less people spitting in each other's mouths uh <laughs> um that's an assassination attempt <laughs> like you're trying to kill me. Uh, but yeah, uh, those are just those are just some things to kind of look out for. And I know Frenzy works in different ways with different people. Um, some people will burn out quicker than others. Yeah. Um, I don't like the name. It sounds like primals will get way too into it. Surprisingly enough, they weren't the ones that coined it. Well, it, it sounds like those are the people that would be the most like cognizant of it i can see that because like use of the body and understanding how like primal play seems primarily like my body is full of its own drugs already we're going to use those like (laughs) i can definitely see that like we're we're going to be running for a while and that's going to cause adrenaline to to dump into the brain because i'm chasing you or you're Mm -hmm. being chased and you're trying to get away from this person, and your fight or flight responses are kicking in. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I can see where I can see how frenzy would be f- uh, probably a lot more aptly. So used. not a problem for them, but actually the people you should go to because they're already trained on the equipment. Possibly, um, but also being in that mental state of where you're just constantly wanting play mm-hmm. uh, can make you a target for yeah. someone that is going to attempt to push all of your buttons a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the other aspect that that should be discussed in this in this topic is because you're in a headspace that you want to play with everyone, you will try to play with everyone. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good idea. Your judgment can be swayed, if you will, because it's like being high. Yeah, um... And uh, something I think people would 
want to focus on is how do you draw boundaries if you're not this person? Like if you're getting approached by somebody who is experiencing this. Uh, if you're getting approached by someone that's experiencing ask them. You usually what you usually can see because <clears throat> they'll have relatively fresh marks uh, or bruising that hasn't healed appropriately. Mm-hmm. And there's usually like talking fast and just trying to get the scene started. Yeah. Um, and that last one is the, is the important part because the, the first tip kind of implies a bottom and that may not necessarily be who you're dealing with. Fair. Uh, also, the um, that was also in, in conjunction with primals because they will always uh, both parties will usually have fresh marks. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I didn't want to exclude those types of tops, but mm-hmm. definitely if someone's trying to instigate the scene as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. they're probably going through that headspace. And you as, as a and as as tops, tops can go through it too. We mm-hmm. usually just call them merry-go-round tops, right? Um, because they actively want to get their hands on people as quickly as can be as quickly as they can because they are going through a similar high mm-hmm. um top space and subspace are they're they're aptly named for the reason but they're relatively similar mm-hmm. um i think top space is more of an adrenaline dump though mm-hmm. so uh do be mindful of that one specifically because it's their that boundary of them wanting to play with you for a, at any cost usually comes to the forefront. Uh-huh. Um a lot of uh a lot of skipping in important things to discuss like aftercare mm-hmm. um because they're going to try to get in and out of the scene as quickly as possible. Right. Uh, so do be mindful if you are talking to someone like that as far as like a top is concerned or if a bottom is concerned then well, and list the the first two lists are pretty easier to pretty easy to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is it on frenzy that I've seen that I've noticed? Um, sometimes, like the entire group can devolve into it too because yeah. of the because of the night and the experience. So, so check to see if more alcohol is being consumed than normal. Mm-hmm. If it's this is an alcohol present party. Um, BYOBs don't run the same gamut because you have to bring booze to mm-hmm. it, uh, but it can still happen there as well. Yeah. Um, so do be mindful of the space and what may or may not happen because of it. Be risk aware. Yeah. Be risk aware. Know exactly if you if you've been to the space before COVID and you see something completely different after it because it's now open back up again. Understand that it. it uh, probably there is a good reason there's there's a reason why it shifted and it's mm-hmm. probably because people have had lack of contact physical contact specifically for a long time mm-hmm. um and that is a big thing for a lot of people mm-hmm. they enjoy physical contact um so a lot more grabby a lot more touchy uh, just be be very mindful mm-hmm. of of your surroundings because fre- uh, this friend the frenzy notion can happen to everyone mm-hmm. um i know when i first started um, back when I was uh, publicly, when I was like 20, 24, 26, um, I, I turned into a merry-go-round top. Mm-hmm. So it happens to the best of us. Yeah. And there's, there's different motivations for a lot of these things because like for me, if I were in that situation, it'd be, I have this many chances to practice. And yeah. I know through every skill that I've gotten, I'll get the foundations for it. I will find a hole to crawl into and then I will emerge six months later going, I'm slightly below average. (laughs) (laughs) I have now graduated from garbage to 
hot garbage. But uh, that's to say that, like, um, cluster training is something I have an affinity for. So I've got to watch out for that when I'm doing um, anything kink-related. I've put a lot of effort into making sure that I don't do that where I'm meeting up with the same person three times a week to practice this thing. Um, because that would be unhealthy for the relationship, even though it would be good for the skills. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll definitely, it'll, it'll act differently with different people. Um, some people may be hyper, hyper tuned to <clears throat> learning this brand new skill that they learned and it'll turn into an obsession. Mm-hmm. Um, others it'll turn from playing this one type of scene to only doing this type of scene for weeks on weeks on weeks on end mm-hmm. or the more common one is bouncing around from different scenes to different scenes sometimes they'll even do it in a night mm-hmm. uh, so just be mindful of that and yeah. your surroundings because it affects different people to, and none of these things are necessarily bad it's just you should know what you're getting into Oh yeah, totally. This is not a bad thing. It's just a, it's just a common occurrence, and it's something to be mindful of. Mm. Um, it reminds me a lot of the conversations I have with younger people that are getting into uh, drinking. Yeah, because one night it can it can turn into a nice night, then it turns into binge drink, binge drinking very quickly, then it mm. turns into an alcohol addiction. I'm not saying I'm not trying to compare the two, but that's the that's the root of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, as for stuff in kink, it usually leads to burnout, mm-hmm. and it leads you to have a, a a a disdain and a nasty taste in your mouth when it comes to talking about scenes that you previously enjoyed, mm-hmm. because you've you've burnt your receptors out on that subject. Uh-huh. Um, and that's the primary reason why you should be careful with it, because something that you've loved can turn into something you loathe. Right. Um, I think paying a lot of attention to what triggers your, like your dopamine responses and your good feelings can be useful too. Because I think a lot of people may be able to like, if you go into a vanilla experience and feel the same as you do during a kink experience, it might just be a lack of touch that's been affecting you rather than you just really want to hit somebody. That is, that is another thing. Um, that's also something that, that probably does need to be mentioned. Because so, yeah, my advice is to press every button once and see what lights up. Touch the buttons. This is the one time you should touch the button. Touch all the buttons. All of them. Your, this, is your, this is your mechanical uh, RGB keyboard. You should make it light up a little bit first. Mm-hmm. Test it out and s- before you have to send it back to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, at this current point in time, I don't think I have anything else to address on the subject. Because a lot of it comes down to spatial awareness as far as like events are concerned mm-hmm. and learning or remembering what the event used to be and what it is now. Yeah. Um, as far as frenzying is concerned, if we find another way to uh, find another category to, ter- uh, to determine it, because it does sound awfully bad and negative, mm-hmm. um, mainly that it is... Uh, sounds like a vampire thing. Yeah, it sounds like an energy vampire thing. Vampire the Masquerade type thing. That's literally Actually, a thing yeah. in Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that, it's more self-awareness mm-hmm. and how you're going, how how you'd react to not having physical contact with people for two fucking years. Mm-hmm. Um, just be mindful. Have have your fun. Be just be safe. That's mm-hmm. all I personally care about. Um, still a little sad that people aren't spitting in each other's mouth anymore. But that's a whole different. Just topic. Give it time. It'll happen. Yeah, it will. Um, in 
I guess in some closing remarks, as far as this is concerned, the reason why we discuss them together is because as the spaces are opening up, people are going to come back to it Mm -hmm. and they're going to come back in full force one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And you may see some of your friends or some of the people that you're partnered with during this time act in a way that they haven't been before. Mm. And it's good to be mindful of these subjects. It's good to be mindful of yourself and the people you care about in these spaces. Uh Uh, Because keeping an eye on each other is the one thing that separates us from getting hurt, Mm -hmm. harmed, or possibly thrown in jail, depending on the situation. Yeah, I think, like, know how to ground yourself. Part of kink is that it has a relationship with what is normal. Like, vanilla and kink don't exist without each other. So if you know what normal is supposed to look like, you can see when things are being weird. Yeah. And weird might be okay, but you need to know that it's weird, period. Yeah. And sometimes a gut response is definitely worth um, investigating a little bit further, especially if something just seems a little bit off, mm-hmm. especially with your with your mind. If you're going into a scene and all of a sudden you start craving more and more and more and more, then take take some self-reflection time for that mm-hmm. and understand why and where is it coming from. Is it because it's the person or is it because it's something you haven't had in a while? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I feel about like tamales with me because if I, I haven't had a tamale in a long time. And mm-hmm. like these past three months, I've been eating them like it's going out of style. Uh-huh. Um, and that's just because I missed, I for some reason I missed it. Mm-hmm. But same thing with kink. Like there, there's going to be certain things that you've missed that you want a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, and moderation is always key in this point. Always yeah. moderate <clears throat> yourself to the point where you can, you can go home safe and sound and all that fun stuff and to play mm-hmm. again tomorrow. Yeah. And that's what we want is to play again tomorrow. Cause if you die, there are no more scenes. There are no more scenes. There, there aren't, you don't get them in hell. Mm. Well, you may get them in hell. You just got to really butter up Satan for that one. Quite honestly, he's busy right now. He has a whole bunch of politicians and assholes that are going down there right now. Mm. So, but yeah, I think. Can you think of anything else? Uh, as far as reopening, as far as reopening is concerned, if you're a business owner that it's now just like reopening, um, understand that there will be a surge of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it may look great at first, but it, at some point, it will eventually die off. Mm-hmm. Or if it continues in this direction, you may have a slew of customers for the remainder of the time that it's open mm-hmm. until everyone dies. Maybe who knows? Um, that's just for business owners, I guess. Um, as far as like people that used to sell their wares and everything, um, also be aware that there will be an influx for a little bit. As far as people trying to like, get new things they hadn't taken care of for uh-huh. a while. Um, okay, if you're a vendor and you're taking custom orders, get money up front. Yeah. Uh, I've been dealing with a lot of um, artists online and a lot of them have been like kind of fucked over by somebody who would place an order and then cancel it. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to, to make sure that it's cash in hand that if you can, because uh, bank, because uh, people will call their bank and um, fuck over a small business owner. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of that. Um, do be mindful of that. Uh, performers. That's, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Now that spaces are going to eventually be opening back up, um, don't be surprised if you're going to get hit with a slew of messages mm. um, to be the merry-go-round top again. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Do not let your time be abused. I think that goes for a lot of 
a lot of event spaces because some people have uh, haven't had the the outlet that other people were taking during quarantine and all that. Um, there might be some bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be some weird occurrences. Um, take it with a grain of salt because it may not happen again. Um, and obviously, this is it's your business. Run it how you want to see it. Just make sure everyone is doing everything within the semblance of the confined space. Because mm-hmm. no one needs cops to get called in their shit. Mm-hmm. Unless it's an absolute... So unless someone gets stabbed the wrong way. Yeah. You know. That's never fun. It hurts. And not in the fun way, too. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Um, And I think the only other thing I can think of is, like, convention spaces. Uh, make sure there's accessi- accessible um, PPE for people to use in the mm-hmm. event that you want to keep it a safe a space where people have their face discovered. Uh-huh. Um, that is my only thing. But again, like, conventions are so few and far in between, like, and the amount of people that can go to them, it's it's up in the air. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all I ha- all the stuff I have to say as far as other stuff as far as reopening is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but please don't be disheartened if no one's letting you in because you're not vaccinated because that is the choice that you made. Yeah, um, and that is a choice the business has to has to make too because having so many people in a confined space can be a death sentence at this point, mm-hmm. especially if you're not vaxxed. Um, I think it's also a good idea to really vet, um, as efficiently as you can, whoever you're going to be playing with, because a lot of people have not been sharpening their skills and a lot of people are showing up with mean skills. Yeah, that is definitely something to take into consideration too. Um, I know I've put some of my rope on the wayside, Mm -hmm. um, and my other skills that I hadn't been using in a while were getting to the forefront. So, mm-hmm. so you may be dealing with somebody who hasn't tied in a year and a half. Yeah. Maybe, maybe know that you're doing that. I understand that. And understand there's also a, there's going to be a slew of people that come up that have, when you originally met them, had no skill. And now all of a sudden they, they're talking like they have skill. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a long time to build certain skill sets. So be wary about yeah. about people that are saying. Ask they... for examples. Um, I don't know any personally. I don't know any um, rope tops who are would ever turn down the chance to get like photos taken of their work. I you'd be hard pressed, um, unless the unless the rigger is attempting to like not have a face profile picture. Mm-hmm. But usually you'll still see photos of them like tying without their face. Mm-hmm. Um, Portfolios are a good way of actually figuring out exactly how good a person is or how skilled a person is. Mm-hmm. Um, do just do be mindful of who you're playing at the po- at this point because a lot of people may have just used YouTube instead of using virtual classes. Uh-huh. So while I have nothing against learning off of YouTube, that will not that will not change someone's ability to tie a person or play a person because they haven't had access to people. Yeah, so it's the same rules before. It's know what you're getting into. Yep. And I personally think that's about it on my end. Yeah, same for me. All right. Well, again, thank everyone for listening to Bound by the Scene. You can locate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Pornhub, respectively. Mm. Thank you guys again for listening. Au revoir, Jeanne. We'll catch you next time.